Naye Lupondwana on SAFM. The views and ideas expressed in this program are views expressly of the people sharing them and not of the anchor or that of this broadcaster. All persons, juristic or natural, are to be held responsible for their own representations offered on this program by their agents and not this corporation. Any and all consumption of our conversational substance is entirely at your own discretion. Please be advised that this program airs subject matter that has the potential to destabilize and challenge your intellectual equilibrium. If you are excitable, profound caution when consuming our subject matter is advised. Participation in this program is a voluntary enterprise and as such is expected to be considered and deliberated on. Kindly note that, just as the anchor is, all participants, guests and callers are encouraged to engage in this our freedom of expression and any of our civil liberties responsibly. The South African Jewish Board of Deputies, um, SAJBD, has released and reacted angrily to government's condemnation of Israel attacks on Gaza, which have reportedly left at least 44 Palestinians, almost half of them civilians, including children, dead. The South African Jewish Board of Deputies says that government has little sympathy for the lives of Israelis that have been lost. Well, to give us perspective and some insights as to this remarks and these reactions, we do have Wendy Khan. Wendy Khan is South Africa's Jewish Board of Deputies National Director. Good evening to you, Wendy, and thank you very much for agreeing to talk to us. Thank you so much. Thank you for giving us an opportunity. Kindly frame this in the context that we'll all understand as lay people. What's going on and what it is that what exactly are you responding to here? we just find it very frustrating that our government international relations policy uh, has one set of standards for all other countries in the world, but when it comes to the Jewish state, they're very different standards. That they apply standards of even-handedness and, and looking at both sides and dialogue and negotiation and mediation and we must try to bring the parties together and we mustn't antagonize one side. Um, and then when it comes to Israel, uh, they can issue an entire statement that makes absolutely no um, comment and no condemnation in terms of nearly a thousand rockets being fired on civilians living in Israel, including, if I may say, rockets that went so far as Jerusalem and Tel Aviv, targeting civilians. There was absolutely no mention that the Palestinian Islamic Jihad organization was to, was was lobbying these nearly, can you imagine a thousand rockets being fired on our country? And yet there was absolutely no mention of that. You talk about the, the people that were killed, and it was, it, it's tragic, and the tragic loss of life of children. But it wasn't mentioned that the vast majority of those casualties were by the Palestinian Islamic Jihad, missiles that were fired towards civilians in Israel, but rather killed civilians in Gaza. And it seems that there's no point in condemning, because the only time they condemn is when it's Israel. Now, that's, that is just 
does not seem to us to be in line with statements that keep coming out of our government. And I, I'll just give you a couple. Clayson Maniela said actions taken by members of the international community that are likely to harden the stance of the protagonists should be avoided. He said that on the 13th of March in relation to Russia. Now, why is he saying different things when it comes to Israel and, 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 the, and Gaza? Um, Deputy Minister Mashekhut Lamini, she said government urges South Africans not to pick sides as this goes against our principles. Well, it seems that it's only the principles that apply to the rest of the world and not when it comes to, to Israel. And then, of course, Minister Pandora said on the, on the 7th of April, we must promote peaceful resolution to the conflict through dialogue and negotiation. Now, we can't understand why there are different rules pertaining to the Jewish state than to every other country in the world. I want to read this to you, and I'd like to hear your response to it. Attacks that kill innocent civilians have no justification and they are more abhorrent as they are committed by an occupying power which has besieged the Gaza Strip for over a decade in contravention of international law. As an occupier power, occupying power rather, Israel has specific obligations in terms of international human rights and humanitarian law which it continues to breach without being held accountable. That's what the department is saying to reply to you. How do you respond to that? First of all, Israel withdrew from Gaza in 2005. They left Gaza. And all that's come back to them have been rocket fires going against their civilians. So that's the first, that's the first thing. The second thing is that whenever there is conflict in the world, our government tries to get involved and tries to mediate and find negotiation. When it comes to this conflict, when it comes to a conflict involving Israel, suddenly there is unilateral condemnation to one side. What we are struggling to understand is why was the Palestinian Islamic Jihad, who were responsible for the majority of these tragic casualties, why were they how are they not condemned? Let, let, How does that work? Permit me to just interject there. The United Nations issued a very public statement uh, correcting what you just said right now. You said Israel withdrew in 2015. However, 2005. And five. 2005. They withdrew. It was a very painful thing. Well, let, let's. They forced their citizens. I want to, to share with you what has been put out by the United Nations there. There's not there. one Jew. There's not one Jew in Gaza. Yeah, in, in Gaza. The only, Jew, the only Jews that are in Gaza today are the Jews that have been captured and that are being held as prisoners of war in Gaza. Those are the only Jews that are in Gaza today. I want to I want to read to you what has already been published what was published on the 22nd or oh, 12th of May 2022. This is uh, published on the United Nations website UN News and I was hoping that perhaps you would respond to it as well. It reads, I condemn today's decision by Israeli authorities to advance plans for over 4,000 housing units in settlements in the occupied West Bank. That's Tor Wenesland, UN Special Coordinator for the Middle East Peace Process. I think you you just mentioned the West Bank. Is that possible? That's what he said. That's what he says. The war that we are talking about now 
that happened um, a, a week ago, that war was around Gaza. You t- we're talking about Gaza. The Israelis withdrew from Gaza. There are no Israelis left in Gaza. It was a very, very painful situation, and that's what we're talking about now. No, that ma'am, that's not what, what we're talking about. What we're talking about... what what That is what we're talking about. No, ma'am. The that broke out was between Israel, the, not the, 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 the flare-up that happened a week ago, that, that, that the South African government issued that statement and where we had exception with the government. You wanted to know where, where we had exception. Yeah, let me, let me explain, ma'am. We, let let me explain what, what the department is talking about right here. Again, I'm going to read this point uh, as, because it's very important that we understand what we're in, in conversation about. They're talking about occupying authority and occupying authority in contravention with international law. And that's what I was hoping that you would respond to. Do you not feel that, there that, there is any legitimacy to any form of occupation, that, whether it that, is in Gaza or the yes. West Bank or any other territory that is regarded to be Palestinian? There's an incredibly painful situation between the Palestinians and the Israelis at present in terms of the, 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 the disputed territories in the West Bank. That is a very difficult, painful, complex situation. And that is something that needs to be negotiated between the Palestinians and the Israelis. But that's what, what the happens, government is referring what, to, the occupation. So you, you're yeah. interrupting me when I'm trying to say to you that the statement that was brought out and what you wanted to know what we were objecting to, we were objecting to the fact that there was rocket fire going into Israel and there was absolutely no condemnation. Our government brought out a one-sided statement condemning Israel and making absolutely no condemnation of the Palestinian Islamic Jihad who targeted civilians, not only in Israel, but who ended up killing over 11 children in the Palestinian, in, in, not in the Palestinian, in, in Gaza. They killed the majority of the children that were killed. M- Ms. Khan? Why is there no condemnation by our government of the Palestinian Islamic Jihad who, who lobbied, who, who, who um, targeted civilians? Ms. Khan, M- is it because I, ne- I need Jewish? you to, to respond to what they're talking about here. The violation of international law and the occupation of territory that is not yours. That is a disputed situation, and it needs negotiation. And that's my frustration. So you, you are is conceding that, that... Is that our government, instead of trying to play a mediatory role, instead of trying to bring the parties together to try and work out that dispute and to try and work out the territories, all they're doing is antagonizing and wedging them further and further apart. Exactly they're talking about international law, between the Russian Between the Russian and Ukrainians, that is exactly what our government is trying to do. They say they're trying to do. Ma'am, they're talking about it. international law. Are you suggesting that it you, you need to be negotiated it's, with it's to dis- abide by international law? It's a disputed, that is, there is, a, is a disputed situation in terms of the situation in the West Bank. It Ma'am, not been, my, the, my question the, is, are you suggesting that there has not been any international law violated by the Israeli government? I am suggesting that's not that's not my area of expertise. But you that's what they're come, talking no, about, no, no, ma'am. No, you asked me to come on to the show to tell you why we are frustrated with the, the way that our government responded to the war that happened last week, where many 
civilians were killed, and they were killed by the Palestinian Islamic Jihad, many of them, and there was absolutely no condemnation of our government. All our government chose to do was to condemn Israel for retaliating and trying to defend its citizens against a thousand rockets. So far, ma'am, what I've read to you is what they responded to, and you have not responded to that. We did not respond to that. We responded to the fact that our government had one set of policies for when it comes to Israel and another set of policies when it comes to every other country in this world where they try. They try to find a way to resolve disputes and to resolve conflict. But when it comes to the Jewish state, that's a very different scenario. Okay. All right. I hear you. Thank you very much, ma'am. Like I said, this is what I've read so far and we have not been able to get any further beyond this. because Well, well, you asked me to come and comment on this and that's what I'm commenting on. I understand, ma'am. I'm not an expert on international law. That's not my area. You asked me to come and tell you why we are frustrated with the way that our government is handling this particular scenario. And I'm saying that it's a you, you, You've said that already. You don't need to repeat it again, ma'am. You've, you've said it already. All I'm saying now is what I was hoping you would respond to is what the government said in its totality. And you have seemed to, to be... Yeah, you didn't ask me to come and talk on international law. No, ma'am. I'm talking about what they said. I will just talk on the way that a Jewish state is being treated by the government of South Africa. All right. That's what I came to talk to you about. All right. Just for the record, because the government is not here to respond for themselves, that's what I'm doing to read what they said. Perhaps they would be do us a good favor and join in the conversation and answer some questions on the matter. What they have said on in writing, on paper, and this is something that they've already published there on the Independent Online. They published this um, on the Independent Online, that is, and they have given us some insights as far as their position is concerned. When it comes to Israel defending its citizens against terror by the Palestinian Islamic Jihad, however, it appears as though our minister has little sympathy for Jewish lives. That's the Jewish perspective from Ms. Wendy Khan. And then the government of the republic has given their perspective, and their perspective is attacks that kill innocent civilians have no justification, and they are more abhorrent as they are committed by an occupying power which has besieged the Gaza Strip for over a decade in contravention of international law. It continues, it continues. These are the two sides. Unfortunately, we only have one side, the Jewish perspective, and we are grateful to Ms. Wendy Khan for coming through and giving us that perspective. Yes, ma'am. I just wanted to ask you, um, last night there was a terror attack in Jerusalem. Um, A gunman in the holiest place where people go to pray next to the the Western Wall, the Kotel. And a gunman opened fire, Palestinian government, a gunman opened fire on Israeli civilians who were returning from their prayers at at the Western Wall. And I found it very interesting that our government has chosen not to issue any condemnation, any sympathies, any form of, 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 of um, it, it just any, any okay. statement around this horrific terror attack. All right. And it's just another example of where Jewish lives are really unimportant. All right, I got it. I hear you. Thank you very much, ma'am. I do want to put it out there openly that um, the government is welcome to come through and give us their perspective. Clayson, please join in the conversation anytime. Next week, anytime, we'd like to have all sides of the story. You're listening to Facts of Faith. Wendy, thank you.
Hashtag SAFM Facts of Faith. All right, for those of you who would like to join in the conversation and, uh, well, say whatever is on your mind, this is your chance. It's the open line. We take this opportunity for you to, well, engage on whatever issue that is on your mind and you do understand the nature of our conversation we are not here to sweet talk one another but we're here to engage one another agree if that engagement results in an agreement or disagree if that engagement results in a disagreement albeit a robust engagement as factually based as possible and remember we are a faith based show and our focus will be on matters pertaining to faith even if you weren't going to be talking about politics culture philosophy or whatever is on your mind it has to be around faith we're gonna take a break and when we come back we'd like to hear what you have to say on the matter stand by safm leading the conversation check your facts check your faith All right, now we go to the lines that we're taking your calls, uh, we're taking your voice notes, we're taking your text messages if you want to call in and engage on whatever is on your mind. It's the open line. Uh, lines to dial are 011714-2006. 011714-2006. And if you want to send a voice note or a Text message on WhatsApp, send it to our WhatsApp line 0614 Let's go to the lines. Uh, first, let's go to the voice notes and the text messages on WhatsApp. Uh, please, can I move like the. There you go. All right, one text reads on WhatsApp. Naya, the qualifications of being a pastor are clear in 1 Timothy 3, verse 1 of 4. A pastor must be a husband of one wife, one who knows how to take care of his house, etc. Correction, sir, or madam, whoever it is that wrote the text message. You will not find pastor in that fine, that verse. There are no qualifications for being a pastor in that verse. The verse you've quoted speaks of an elder, an overseer, or a bishop, depending on the version you're reading, but not pastor. Remember, pastor is part of the fivefold ministry. It's not mentioned there in 1 Timothy 3, 1 4. Unless perhaps I forgot it, I'll probably have to read again. Let's continue another text from the same writer. A woman cannot be a pastor, according to the Bible, from Bununku, East London, South Africa. <laughs> Where do you get that from, uh, Bununku? What do you get that from that a woman cannot be a pastor? <laughs> Share with us. Really now, where would you get that from? Unless you're making up your own, writing your own Bible. Another text reads, good evening. Uh, God never allowed divorce. Divorce came in due to the stubbornness of Israelites. That is, he gave them letters of divorce. Divorce came in as a result of sinful nature. Those who have two wives, regardless of their goodness to their wives, to God, is sin. There is no scripture to support polygamy. Okay, that's Bununku again. Actually, sir, all of your patriarchs, if you're a Christian, 
all, all of your patriarchs were polygamists. All of them. <laughs> and one person once said even Isaac, who had one wife, Rebecca, would probably have had more than one wife if he didn't have problems with his eyes. But all of them, Abraham right down to the youngest of them all, all were polygamous. I don't know where you're talking. I don't know where in your Bible you'd find condemnation for, for polygamy. Nowhere you will find polygamy for condemnation for polygamy for the ordinary man, even with Lamuel. It is the amassing of many wives that it says that. Not quite sure what you're talking about, sir. Anyway, while reading your text, uh, okay, this one says, Naya, give us this woman. We want to engage her to come, come, call. You're not calling. You're... Let's go to Ramses. Is it Ramses the second in Pretoria? Ramses? Ramses? Ramses. Ramses too. <coughs> yes, go ahead, Ramses. Thanks, too. thanks. Yeah. You know what? I still maintain that it looks like these religions were written by anonymous hands of the Hebrews and the Greeks. And it looks like... Which religions you are you know, referring to, sir? Okay. For example, and it favors these this so-called chosen people and the God is their God. For example, can you read the Deuteronomy? Which, which religion are you referring to, sir? All of them, the so-called monotheists. Uh, okay, when you're saying all of them, I don't, don't know what you're I, referring to. I talk of Judaism, Christianity, and Islam. In oh, okay, okay. And by the way, Judaism, Christianity, and Islam have absolutely nothing to do with the Greeks. The Greeks are polytheists. No, the Greeks, the Greeks came in the New Testament in Christianity. No, the, it's, it's Greek philosophy and writing that came into the new but it didn't change what they are saying paul even introduced that whole idea yeah but make your but point okay, go my, ahead yeah my, my point is here for example if if one reads the deuteronomy 27 yeah chapter 27 verse 22 can you can you read that i just want to illustrate something okay i let me let me find it for you deuteronomy chapter 27 verse 22 chapter 27 Deuteronomy 27, verse 22. Okay, what does it say? I'm still finding it. It says something like, I'm not quoting it verbatim, but it says something like, Cursed be anyone who sleeps or has sex with the daughter of his father or the daughter of his mother. Okay. Is it is it correct? What verse are you looking for again? Deuteronomy 27, yes. verse 22. Verse 22. Verse 22 here reads, Cursed is the man who sleeps with his sister, the daughter of his father, or the daughter of his mother. Then all the people yes. shall say Amen. Good. Yeah, now let's, let's see if that applies to, for example, Abraham. We know Abraham is married the daughter of his father, Terah. Am I right? Sarah, Sarah, Sarah was the daughter of his father. Uh, wait, 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 Ram, Ramses, you're confusing things now. When when Abraham was called by this God, he was already married to Sarah. Yes, but 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 that was the sister. It was the sister of his father from the father's side. But that was before he was called by this monotheist God. Before he was called, yeah. he was a polytheist. So polytheism and all of these other practices cannot be held upon him after being called. You're confusing these two. 
so 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 that verse it, it means it doesn't refer to him. He, he was already married to Sarah. Yeah, he was already married to Sarah. Remember, even going down to all the other issues there, we're talking about uh, Ruth, who was given to Chemosh, a foreign god. But this is the very same great-great-great-grandparent of Jesus. Ruth. Okay. Yeah, so we really cannot talk about things uh, okay. before conversion. okay. okay. All right. Okay. Can I, I, I the last one? Okay? Yeah. The last one. Yeah. Elohim. Elohim. Is plural according to the etymology. Yes. Yes. So if you if one says Elohim, it means God. It's not God. Yes. Yes. So what is happening? Because when it suits them. God, when it suits the other thing, is God. What, what, what is it all, all, all about? So you're suggesting that God, who says, I am the only God, who still addresses himself as the one God, but still then goes on to say, let us create in our image, is confused? <laughs> yes. Okay. That's exactly the point. That's exactly the point. Okay. That's why I say all these things of religion. Look at how people are dying. Okay. Because of, of these things. Ah, because they are man-made. Ah, people are dying outside the confines of religion. That argument doesn't No, 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 no. I'm talking about the religious ones. I'm, suge I'm suggesting to you that calling, calling death a function of this or that reason is a false, false argument because we have all sorts of causes of deaths. It is not just one thing. And religion also has caused death, just like science, just like philosophy, just like any other thing. Many things have caused death, not just religion. So pss, that, that, that argument is, is really not a fair one. I'm sure even our conversation right now, somebody's dying because of what we're saying and is hurt because of what we're saying. Surely no, we cannot say we should because, end freedom of speech because conflicts. of that. Because conflicts. Because they are man-made. That's the point. Ramses, right now, you and not, I, not, we are causing conflict, you and I, right now. There are people who are angry, upset with us because of what we're saying right now. Are you therefore going to say, let us end freedom of expression because it causes conflict? Yeah, because they are man-made. It's okay. not like it's the word of God. Okay, yeah, okay. That's my point. All right, got it, got it. Thank <laughs> you very much. Appreciate your call, okay, Ramesses. Okay. Interesting perspectives there. Let's go to Nane. Uh, Nane Mshongo in Mbangin. Good evening, Nane Mshongo. Sir. Nane? Yes, Yes, go ahead, Nane. Can you hear me? Yes, I can. Go ahead. Okay, Nane cannot hear me. Nane, can you hear me? Okay, let's move on to Mahigeng. Nane can't hear me. Let's try and get Nane on a different line, perhaps, Joey. Let's go to Ali. Ali is in Mahigeng. Good evening, Ali. Evening, Brother Nale. Hi, Ali. Uh, now, I have an issue here. The first person who introduced uh, polygamy, yeah. that is Lamech. Yes. The son of Kai. Yes. The one who was chased away. Yeah. The rebel. So if we are going to follow the rebellious way of the sons and sons of Cain, let us follow. Look, here is a question I heard the pastor talking about cultural heritage and religion and, and tradition. Now the question is, should culture correct God? Should man correct God or God? Should, should the creature correct the creator? Or should the creator correct the creature? 
Tell me, tell me, uh, Ali, have you forgotten that this creator has allowed things that were originated by mankind? Now, when we, when you say that, when we go to that very same verse you read about in Matthew 19, Jesus said, because of the hardness of your heart... That's right. ...divorce was permitted. Correct, yes. So if, I, so if I don't want to continue, or are we willing to continue the hardness of our hearts? Well, uh, unfortunately, it was permitted for whatever reason. Uh, and for that, lady to, to mention and say that, uh, uh, that is, uh, the name is not mentioned in the Bible, uh, that uh, what blah, 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 the Bible is not, is not anti-polygamy. Look, the Bible is not anti-drug abuse. The Bible is not anti-abortion. Okay, fine. Let's do everything and say the Bible is silent on that, on GBV. Unfortunately, with the, with polygamy, it is not silent. It has been pro and it has regulated polygamy. It's not silent at all. Oh no! I'm talking about what it's regulated because it's Indeed. permitted. Because, of, but are we to continue transgressing God's laws because? It where where is it? Where is the transgression there, Ali? The transgression is that we have flouted, like the lady said, that in the creation it was not like that before the fall. Our creation redeemed us to go to take a bed before the fall. Uh, no, no, no. Remember, remember, Ali, any and everything else that we are doing right now is outside the confines of Eden. Post-fall, uh, we're eating meat. Pre-fall, we're not supposed to be eating meat. We're giving herbs and seeds for food. Right now, we're having brides. I have forgotten that you're a doctor of divinity. <laughs> I am not. I am not at all. Thank you very much. Thank you very much, Ali. I'm not a doctor of... No, I am not a doctor, by the way. Uh, just putting out there. Thank you very much, Ali. Appreciate it. So let's let's remember all of these things. Before, before the fall and after the fall, life has been dramatically changed. Before the fall, we were walking around naked as nudists. Right now, we're finding you as cuckoo if you're walking around naked. Things that were happening before the fall are not happening now. This correlation is a false argument in and by itself. Let's read some text messages before we conclude our conversation. One text reads, Why are you confusing this man? I don't believe in religion. White man created religion to rule and divide and rule. Religion is a man-made thing. Truth hurts. This person didn't tell us what he or her name is. Um, writing that text message. Another text message says, uh, we are under the New Testament now. There is no scripture that supports a husband having two wives. Even in the Old Testament, there is no law that supports polygamy. First Timothy 3, verse 1 to 4, an elder, a pastor, a bishop, Overseers means one thing. Don't confuse people here, mister. The fact that some words come from other English or other languages doesn't mean these words are different. Bunuku in East London, South Africa. Thank you very much again, Bunuku. Again, that is not true. Bishop, elder are not the same thing as pastor or bishop or elder. These are mutually exclusive offices. They are not the same office. An elder is not a pastor. A pastor is not a bishop. A bishop is not an elder. Get your facts straight, sir. Those are not the same things. They're not synonymous either. Cannot suggest that they are. Another text. Um, okay, they seem to be coming in thick and fast. I'm going to read as many as I can. 
One text message reads, I think when he said, let us create man after our image, he was talking to the other two, his son, Jesus, and the Holy Spirit. He did not imply that there are many gods. Well, whatever you want to call them, his point, the gentleman's point was, there are other creators. Whether there's other two or other one, his point, the gentleman's point was, there is polytheism in that phrase that says, let us create. If we're talking about us creating, that implies that it's an us, a plurality that is creating. Therefore, there are a plurality of creators. So we are not a formulation of one creator, but a formulation of creators. That was his argument. That was um, Ramesses. That was Ramesses. Ramesses was making that argument that uh, if he's going to be saying let us, <laughs> then... Uh, you cannot say there's only one if there is an us. That's confusion right there. All right, another text was Israel versus Palestine. If Egypt or Africa were first invaded by the Arabs, why should uh, WE as blacks support, or oh, WE, okay, that was, WE was in caps, as blacks support Palestinians? Machagela uh, in Bloemfontein. Remember, this is not a black versus white thing. This is not an African versus... Um, um, a non-African thing. It's a matter of international law, at least as far as the government is concerned. Their statement says violation of international law, regardless of color or creed or continental geographical area. It's just a matter of international law. And international law is legislation we have all agreed to and assented to at the United Nations as a sisterhood of nations or a family of nations at the United Nations. I think that's what the point is. Again, the government is not here to speak to us about this matter. We don't know um, what their actual position is on the matter. I understand that there are a number of voice notes, but I cannot play them right now because my time um, uh, uh, is is up. There's one text message, though I'm going to read. It's very brief. It says, Matthew 2, 24 uh, uh, talks about a wife, not wives, Wife, not wives. That person is arguing against, I suppose, against polygyny, which is a legitimate argument to suggest that perhaps polygyny may not be expressly condoned by scripture and every other 